Hello, and welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor. I'm a Seattle area traffic reporter, and this is my podcast. You can find me every weekday morning from 4.30 to 7 on the CBS affiliate here in Seattle, and that's on Cairo 7. Or you can find me every afternoon, 97.3 on the FM dial. That's Cairo Radio. Uh, You have reached my podcast, which is all things traffic and fun. And uh, yeah, and if you didn't already know who I am, uh, I am a lover of all things traffic and transportation, along with wiener dogs, sometimes makeup, lots of food. Uh, thanks again for joining me today on the podcast. Got a lot to talk about, so let's just dive right in because it's supposed to be a spectacular weekend. A lot of road work that was, well, we talked about last time on the podcast. Well, didn't happen because of the weather. <laughs> well, I have it on authority and actually an earlier heads up from uh, officials about the Highway 2 project. And that was uh, supposed to happen last weekend. That didn't happen because of weather. And once again, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. And now. It got canceled as soon as, or postponed, I should say, as soon as they put out the notice saying that they were going to do it. So uh, I reached out to DOT earlier this week. As a matter of fact, I reached out to them on uh, Tuesday. And I asked them if they could be available to be on the podcast, and they just couldn't make the deadline. So uh, nothing against them. It's totally fine. We understand they've got a lot of work ahead of themselves, especially with what's happening on Highway 2. So I went in, and I started to kind of dig around and find out what the deal is and why it's not happening on Highway 2. So four times they have talked about the uh, six-week enclosures on Westbound Highway 2 between 204 and Homemakers Road. Four times in the forecast hasn't been in their favor. And that's according to the press release that they had sent out uh, earlier this week. So rain is the culprit, and it basically is a trickle-down effect. Let's think of it this way. They They can't have rain. They need dry weather. They need low relative humidity because most of the projects that they do, they can get most of it done in the rain. It's different when it comes to paving a bridge deck, and it's different when it comes to laying down some of the uh, materials that they're using to do the quote-unquote facelift across the trestle. They cannot have any rain at all whatsoever. Think of it this way. And if you're a girl, you'll understand. Um, You know, when you put a primer on before you put your foundation on, it helps stick to your face. It kind of fills in the pores. It really, you know, it uh, maintains the oil in your skin and whatnot. Well, that's exactly what they need to do. And they need to lay down a primer and then they need to lay down some of the materials. And when you lay down the primer and then you get water into it, then it makes everything else kind of, it's the trickle down effect. It, it buckles things. It just, they just need no rain whatsoever. And a lot of the reason why they do this on the weekends is it's just a less of an impact than it is during the week. Now, I know you guys have said, well, why do they not do this in the overnight hours? Well, they have at times. Uh, So they just need six more weekends (laughs) so they can remove the old damaged pavement, inspect the trestle, make any needed repairs. They've got to put down a new waterproof coating and then put down the new layer of asphalt. So the weekend closures, as they say, or DOT says, helps shorten the major preservation projects like this one. So, yeah. That's the reason why they just can't get it done. And when there's even just the slightest chance of there being some rain in the forecast that they're saying, nope, can't do it. So that brings us to what DOT has put out, an updated weekend closure. 
So, yeah, they've got a lot of this uh, happening. I'm going to post that up on my webpage, and that's tracytaylorturner.net for the info about this situation. So let's also dive into a couple of other projects. Uh, Now, if you are going to be traveling through West Seattle, I know um, the last couple of mornings we've had some issues when it comes to road work. And there is road work. Seattle DOT is doing some road work in West Seattle on 35th. That's between Avalon, Alaska. You are going to run into some lane restrictions. How long this project's in effect uh, is yet to be determined. I didn't find anything on the website, on Seattle DOT's website, on how long this project going to continue. But if you are traveling through that area, especially in the weekday mornings, you're going to notice those lane restrictions. How about going into the weekend? Because we have so much happening this weekend. I mean, so much. <laughs> it's kind of like one of my favorite weekends of the year uh, when it comes to summertime in Seattle. Bite of Seattle. Oh, I love me some food. I love the Bite of Seattle so much, and I know a lot of you do too. So keep that in mind. There's going to be a pre- parking at a premium around Seattle Center. So if you can, maybe consider taking light rail into the city. I'm just saying. It's not that big of a hike from the uh, you know the transit uh, system heading into a Seattle Center. As a matter of fact, you can grab the monorail and work your way out to Seattle Center. And then you have the Capitol Hill Block Party, where a lot of the streets in Capitol Hill will be shut down for this. And you know, if you've never been to the Capitol Hill Block Party, you need to put this on your to-do list. It is remarkable. It is so much fun. And if you are a big fan of live music like myself, then you will absolutely love the Capitol Hill Block Party. Uh, Okay, so, you know, we were talking about Coleman Dock last week and, you know, how there was going to be some shift in the ferry schedules. Well, they had that happen over the weekend and there was some long wait times. I want you to kind of keep that in mind if you are going to grab a boat this weekend again. And uh, let me tell you why. Over the week so far, we've seen a lot of the vessels have some sort of mechanical issues. So they've had to do some adjustments, especially on the Muckleteo Clinton Ferry Run. Now, I know that doesn't go from Coleman Dock, but it's that trickle-down effect because then they have to shuffle boats, and then when they shuffle boats, that means like less capacity on some and more on others. So if you are grabbing a ferry this weekend, keep that in mind. Now, uh, with everything that's happening at Coleman Dock, there was going to be a postponement of the Kitsap Fast Ferry and the King, Counter, King County Water Taxi. Well, got a word from uh, King County Metro and Sound Transit that the King County, King County Water Taxi is going to stay in service because they were going to take it out of service with everything that was happening at Coleman Dock and kind of do the readjustment, rescheduling, you know, rescheduling, but readjustment, reshifting, you know, when it comes to the piers and the docks and so forth and so on. So uh, they are going to keep the King County Water Taxi in service this next week at Pier 52 to allow additional time to complete that necessary work at the new Pier, Pier 50 passenger terminal and a planned temporary suspension of service to move to the new facility will be announced soon, according to King County Metro. And if you are going to be traveling in and out of the city, a little heads up to you, the northbound 99 lanes of the brand new tunnel will be closed on Friday night till Saturday morning around 8 a.m. They're going to do some inspection work and whatnot. And, you know, it was weird. I uh, drove into Cairo Radio um, one afternoon this week, and I noticed there was a pretty good pothole for those of you driving into the tunnel. So they've got a little bit of work to do this weekend. Uh, they're going to try to get that all done Friday night into Saturday morning. Okay, so that wraps things up when it comes to road work. I would love to hear from you on what you want to hear next on this podcast. Is there an, uh, a 
road project that you want me to look into. Uh, I have heard from JV and Rachel. They want me to check on what's happening in Puyallup. And from what I understand, there is a big closure coming this fall. And it is something that I'm working on, not only for Cairo TV, but for Cairo Radio as well. Uh, We are just a few weeks away from Seafair. I know. Can you believe that already? Seafair already. I mean, not this weekend, but next weekend is the Seafair Parade, which I'm super pumped about because I'm taking Hubs and Kiddo with us uh, to ride along with us on the Cairo 7 float. So you'll see us, all of us, on the um, on the float during the parade. But yeah, we've got Seafair Weekend coming up. I know we've talked and touched briefly on the I-90 not closing. Why did I say the I-90? How about the I-90 floating bridge? That's better. Uh, it's not closing. They have shifted the Blue Angels flying uh, and their their show so they can accommodate future um, not having to shut transit down across the I-90 bridge. And that includes light rail. So they've done that shift. And that's something that I'm working on also for Cairo TV and Cairo Radio. So you'll see that within the next week. I'm super pumped. I love the Blue Angels. That's so so much fun. I don't love what it did to traffic, though, when they had to shut down uh, I-90 and then how it made a mess of the downtown corridor on both directions of I-5. That was just blech. And I think anybody that lived in Seattle, I mean, don't get it twisted. If you worked in downtown and you worked in a high-rise, you had some of the best views of seeing those blues fly by. Uh, and I heard our very own um, Cairo 7 Claire Anderson is riding with the Blue Angels, too. So I'm really excited to hear how her flight goes. Uh, One other thing I want to tell you about that I'm really, really super excited. And if you didn't already know this, um, I mean, it's pretty much all over my social channels. You'll find it on all my platforms. How much of a wiener dog lover I am. And I have two. I have Clark and I have Lucy. You who passed last August. And he lived to be 17 years old. And he was my baby. I had him since he was seven weeks old. So uh, we're coming up on a year anniversary of me um, with his um, with his passing. So I was just thinking about him yesterday. Uh, actually, I think about him a lot. I miss the little dude and his grumpy attitude. Anyway, uh, I love things, all things Wiener Dog. And I am a huge supporter of the company called Bean Goods. And you see that on a lot of my pictures on all of my social platforms. Her name is Claire. She is the owner and CEO of Bean Goods. And Claire is going to join us on the podcast in August. And we're going to talk about her entrepreneurial uh, business. We're going to talk about Bean Goods. And we're going to talk about all things Wiener Dog. So we'll step away from traffic for one episode so we can talk about Wiener Dog. So if you are an animal lover and you love all sausage dogs, then you are going to absolutely love listening to Claire and uh, what she has to talk about when it comes to her company. All right, guys, uh, that does it for this episode of Gridlocked. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Please leave me a review or, you know, give it um, some stars there on iTunes, on Stitcher, or you can um, tell me anything that you want me to start looking into when it comes to anything road work. So uh, reach out to me. Um, my email address is ttaylor at cairo7.com or you can uh, reach me on my website and that's tracytaylorturner.net. On Facebook, it's Tracy Taylor Traffic, and on Twitter, it's Tracy T. Traffic. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next week for another episode of Gridlocked.